Hello everybody, welcome back to another brand new episode of Gravity Originals and with you this is Austin Babu. I hope you are all doing well and enjoying the day. As children, we all had dreams in our lives. Some want to be pilots, some astronauts, engineers, doctors and even we used to tell I want to be a superhero like Superman and Spider-Man. But as we grew up, how this huge lot of dreams became small, it became narrow and somewhere in between that journey, our families, our society also had influence on our decisions and dreams. So especially when I look at India, especially the girls, the girl child, sometimes many of the girls who are listening to this podcast right now, they also might be feeling, yeah, this is, you're telling about my life. I have experienced this. But I believe that this scenario is changing a bit. And we have so many young entrepreneurs, young women out there doing a great and fabulous job. And let me tell you, today we have one such amazing personality with us who has already proved that nothing can stop her. She is one of Asia's top 30 entrepreneurs under 30 by Forbes magazine and she is the co-founder and CEO of the mobile and web app Space Basic. This app is a platform to manage hostels and student housing matters, including attendance, payments and room allotment. Also working towards creating equal opportunities for students by connecting them with global companies seeking student engagement in the form of internships and skill development. She is declared as one of the top 30 women at transforming India by the Indian government and United Nations. She is one among the nine ambassadors for UN's 1 million global youth leaders for sustainable development by 2030, an initiative launched in Geneva. She's a TEDx speaker and is working to contribute towards global women empowerment, that is employment and equal opportunities. So let's give a warm welcome to Ms. Madhavi Shankar. Hi Austin, thank you so much for having me today. It's a privilege for us to have you here. So uh, to begin with, uh, we have seen a lot of things in this year, a lot of changes. We have seen the pandemic and everything. So uh, amidst all of these things, how is your life going? How are you doing? Um, yeah, this year has definitely been difficult for for all of us. Um, you know, um, it, it's been more difficult for for uh, you know a certain section of people. So I feel like you know we need to count our blessings and kind of be grateful for um, you know having the basic amenities with us at least. And yes, it's definitely been tough and uh, even tougher on businesses. And um, I think uh, small businesses and medium-sized businesses have gone through a lot of kind of exertion, a lot of, uh, you know, change in strategy and just to really survive this year. So, um, you know, overall, it's been a tough year um, personally, as well as uh, professionally, I think for all of us. And I think, um, you know, I'm hopeful that things will get better. I I feel like the worst part is uh, behind us. Let's hope that everything will be normal very soon. So just talking about your education background and personal life, you completed your graduates from India and then moved to Australia to pursue your higher studies. That means MBA and MS. So how did this shift from India to Australia change your life? Or was that the turning point of your life? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, for me, um, when I was in India, I did my engineering. Um, I was very average uh, with my grades. I think, um, you know, um, engineering was never really, <laughs> you know, passion for me to follow, at least back in the day. <laughs> Uh, when, um, you know, back in the day, I'm talking 2000, uh, 2000, 2006, 2007, around then, you know, when I had to choose 
I had two options either I choose to be an engineer or be a doctor and that's pretty much it I mean it's amazing today um to see there's so many options today but back then it was a little more narrow so uh okay. these were mainstream um I don't think I could have uh, I didn't have the grades neither uh, do I think I would have made a good doctor so <laughs> automatically I chose to uh, pursue engineering so I feel like engineering was um you know besides textbook education like i had a great time um during my engineering days however um you know with grades and things like that i was i was very very average and uh when it came to the final year the fourth year um you know uh, when everybody all my friends were um you know uh, kind of um going through campus placements um i was still trying to figure out what i wanted to do because for campus okay. placements you you need to have good grades which i didn't and i knew i didn't want to work i wanted to study further but study something that i was interested in at least now you know after doing four years of engineering so um i finally decided that i will um you know um weigh out my options to study overseas and that's how i landed up in australia and that was a turning point of your life yes it was because of a lot of reasons right because in india we're so um as as children as especially women kids a girl kids we are very um you know uh like nurtured and very like conservative in 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 terms of um you know the way we interact very traditional processes so when you go overseas you know you're independent you learn to make decisions on your own you navigate through life uh, by yourself i mean you don't have your parents there you don't have you you're basically stepping out of your comfort zone uh, to really become who you know a better version of yourself and discover who you are in this process so i feel like um that whole uh exercise for me was very very um it was very uh rewarding and it helped me navigate you know good and bad you make mistakes you learn from them but overall i think it was a very rewarding great great so i think all the, there are so many engineers in india as well who are not that happy with their performance but i think this is going to motivate them also so uh i heard, like i've seen that you worked with votlo as well uh, in australia for more than 2 years so uh you got promoted to a product manager after that uh in 2 years and what made you uh, think of going from a employee to an entrepreneur to start a company on your own that's a good question when i um you know when i started looking for jobs in australia i um was pretty certain that i wanted to find something that i could put on my resume um the thing is um uh, you know especially for a fresher who is uh, from a different country um back then at least the options were very limited uh, for for like a proper office kind of a experience so i started as an intern at wardlow um i started as an intern i did front desk receptionist i did door to door sales i did um you know uh, technical support and then i finally ended up with uh, product management and this whole um process of doing different jobs and wearing different hats only ha- happens in a startup environment because you get to kind of experience all these roles and figure out what you like to do what you're good at what skills to build etc so i had that opportunity to ex- you know kind of experience and figure out what i like to do and i i ended up with uh, you know managing uh, uh, the product in a particular region then in the asia pacific region 
um, with our clients there. So I had a great experience, and I think that's where my love for startups began. So we were a five when we st- I was I think the third employee they hired, and uh, we went from a small team of five people to you know becoming a team of hundred um, plus in 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 you know spread out in in different countries, and I think that kind of um, you know that exposure created my um, fondness and kind of uh, inquisitiveness towards entrepreneurship, and and that led to me starting uh, my company. Oh, that was a great journey, actually. So uh, I'm just going to take it a bit personal. Uh, you had mentioned in one of your talks, I think in your TED talk maybe, that still when you go to the family functions and the social gatherings, people instead of asking that how is your company going right now, they still ask you like, why aren't you yet married? This is a bit personal question, but still, are you still facing these kind of questions and how do we face them? How do we answer them? <laughs> I think. Um... Um, you know, this is this is a very part of day-to-day life in India. I think you know, um, it's 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 a social issue. You know, it, it's it it still happens. Yes, it does, and not only to me, but I'm sure to more accomplished women. And um, you know, and it's it's just like it's almost like uh, they don't see anything wrong in asking that question. I mean, there's nothing wrong, but it's not the only thing that matters. You know, exactly. um, so I think. I think um, you know the gen, the uh, the gen, like our parents' generation and that generation um, uh, will need a little bit of uh, change in mindset, and I think that's we need to bring about that change. Um, yes. You know, and every time we find someone asking us that question, uh, we always go back and kind of tell them that there's more. I mean, whether they understand it, whether they agree, disagree, secondary, but it's important to kind of I think um, you know kind of. Um, have that uh, uh, conversation that's important right, right. so i think a lot of uh, girls are still facing ladies are still facing this question right on, uh, now also uh, but i think uh, the society have to change the, these girls and ladies are being influenced by the strong traditional influence actually so uh, the wings of so many what aspiring girls girls with a lot of dreams in their mind ladies with dreams this is being cut and they are caged in the four walls of their houses by the many families and societies so uh, how do you think these people can come out of this social prejudice and fly and achieve their goals and dreams in their life um look i think uh, india has a very rich cultural traditional value it's celebrated we love it but there is a portion which is kind of outdated and which has to change with time and that is gender roles so um you know having said that um with respect to um you know uh, women want wanting to achieve and and kind of break barriers i mean there's no better time than now there's so many um you know uh, women entrepreneurship or just women chasing their career is um a need of the hour besides it's you know women entrepreneurship is a buzzword today you know and all this exposure cool. to entrepreneurship was never there at least when i was growing up and i think uh, young kids have this platform where they should go ahead and make use of that opportunity and to be honest if you can't convince your parents um, that it starts there because when you go out there and try to achieve things you will uh, find many 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 roadblocks step number 1 is the easier one which is kind of um starting at home and you know your surroundings so i think if if you want something really badly um you know you will figure out a way to make it happen and also today there there are multiple uh you know options for help and support that is available for women 
and uh, i think um you know finding mentorship is another great way to do it so there are really so many options out there which was never there uh, before so i think it's it, it's a great time for women to be entrepreneurs and go getters with their careers yes right right so i think they should start from themselves convince their families and they should fly with the wind absolutely so now uh, let's have some fun and let's have a rapid fire round <laughs> this is not going to be that rapid okay. but still let's name it rapid fire all right okay so one word to define yourself um entrepreneur so who is that one celebrity you look up to who is inspiring you celebrity um look i feel like celebrities are overrated i i know this is a one word question um i would say my dad okay but that's fine because you can say a, a person who is influencing yeah, you yeah i would say my dad definitely So uh tell me a domain which you're not good at a field that you're not good at math <laughs> That's okay engineering <laughs> Yeah So uh did you have any reappears in your college Yes <laughs> I did Okay so uh, you were able to clear all them by the end of the uh, yes, that Yes thank god for that <laughs> So uh, a code that inspired your life You know I have a few favorite codes but one of my absolute favorite is when an opportunity comes your way and you don't know what to say say yes That's amazing. So, uh name an adventure or something is there in your bucket list and you want to do that in the near future. Oh wow. I mean, uh, talking about traveling right now is a little depressing. Mm, adventure. Um I I definitely would love to um you know, maybe try skydiving I guess sometime. Wow. So, uh what are your hobbies then? What do you do in your free time? I like to read. Uh, I lo- I've kind of uh, picked up on reading, so I try to watch less TV shows now that we have a little more time, and I kind of try to read. Um, apart from that, um, well, you know, general stuff. Um, I, 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 wherever I can, I try to also catch up with a few of my friends who are here in Bangalore every once in a while. Um, okay. So I try to do that okay. once or twice a week. Okay. Okay. So uh, just imagine that you got a time machine right now mm-hmm. and you can go to the past and change one thing in your life just one incident or one thing in your mm-hmm. life so what will be that one incident Um I think I would have studied entrepreneurship in Australia I would definitely have picked that up okay. yeah Right right because everything has a reason right. in your life so that had to happen Yeah So uh how does a day in your life look like what is your routine Well, you know, I try to wake up early. I think I get I I get the most important things done uh in the first half of the day. Um so after I wake up, I try to get a, a couple of steps um in terms of like exercise. Um I've also picked up on meditating, so I do meditate for about 20 minutes. Um after which I start my work around 8 a.m. and um you know, I I try to do all the important things when I'm fresh. um you know um and after that after mm-hmm. after 12 o'clock 1 o'clock i uh do my calls and um you know connecting with other people and things like that that usually happens second half of the day um at the end of the day i wrap it up with my emails and, and things like that which are, which require less kind of brain exercise and uh, yeah and work you know okay. keeps trickling so i try to wrap everything up by um 6 7 um most days it doesn't happen but uh yeah <laughs> That's the usual schedule. Okay, got it. So, uh I also saw that your company is a part of the Pledge 1% mm-hmm. initiative. So, uh when and why did you think and wanted to be a part of this initiative? Well, um 
I mean, look, I, I like the concept of pledge. So it's you pledge one percent uh, of your profit to a cause you like, and the cause that me and my co-founder, as women entrepreneurs, that we are passionate about is educating women and educating girls. So we pledge one percent of our yes. time, energy, and resources, uh, including profits, to educate women um, every year. And and um, I just really like that concept. It was very close to my heart. So. um that's why we joined that uh, organization okay that's cool so uh, in the previous podcast we had a very bold and a, a really mm-hmm. brave lady her name was captain mm-hmm. shalini singh so she had to face a lot in her life but after that she came out with a she became an army officer and in the corporate sector also she was there now she is there involved in the politics and also Uh, she was uh, she participated in beauty pageant as well so uh, one uh, fact one word that struck one sentence that struck in my mind from her talk is that uh, she one person she was as a, as a person she was able to make a difference in the society till then girls were not allowed to go out to do job in the society but after that after seeing her now it's compulsory that all the f- girls in the family should work should be independent and stand on their legs before marriage so has this concept that one person can make a difference be uh, is same do you replicate this in your life as well in your family and society um, yes you know if we i feel who, you know whoever we are um if we are in a place mm-hmm. which where we can help you know uh, a few other people in our immediate circle it could be uh, you know uh, people working at uh, at your home or it could be people working at your workplace or just somebody you know who you whose life you can directly affect you absolutely must it's our social responsibility to, you know to do so so um you i all of us can do that because we definitely know some people who could definitely use our help you know immediately um, um just a little bit of inspiration even if not you know monetary help so i de- i do try to incorporate that and i think i've learned that from my mom because when we were kids um you know we have um um our uh, housekeepers um and their daughters you know my mom used to make sure that um they did go to school the the fees were paid you know they had access to books and uniforms so i've seen that so uh, do you have any dreams or plans ahead in your life do you want do you have something to accomplish you're thinking of in the near future yeah absolutely i i want to i want to be able to um you know um kind of grow space basic in a way where it's um accessible to almost all students um you know in the higher education sector here in india where they can connect where they can you know kind of digitize the whole college experience in terms of um, their living as well as going to class and really build a community around student centric community where students have ac- equal access to opportunities they can easily communicate and kind of get the best experience of a digital platform so that's really my goal wow i wish that comes true in the near future itself i wish all the best for that so uh before winding up i just want to know like what is your message to all the listeners so let's have like uh, some three messages so the message to all the girls listening to this with dreams in their heart and the budding entrepreneurs and everybody to all the well, people well to girls i would say you know uh, as women we have you know very strong gut feelings and uh, which are usually right so please listen to it if you feel like you want to do something and uh, you really want to try something go after it nothing can stop you um but yourself 
so you need to try to find um you know a way to make it happen and get all the help you can uh you can use you know getting help is also a strategy so i would say get all the help and go after you know and chase your dreams if not now they'll they will never be a better time so that's definitely a message for uh, for the young girls and you know just people who are listening to go after and chase their dreams you know entrepreneurship is definitely celebrated but there's a lot of uh, behind the scenes kind of uh blood sweat and tears that go <laughs> that go into building uh, a company and i would say you know um entrepreneurship is a difficult but it's a beautiful journey you learn your strengths weaknesses and you really become a better version of yourself and uh, i think if you put your heart into it and uh, you know do do it the right way um nobody can stop you so go after it well that was an amazing message so uh, well with that we come to the end of this conversation but the journey of ms madhavi shankar continues thank you so much ma'am for joining us and trust me your words have influenced a lot of people and i'm sure the chains of social prejudice will be broken and everybody with dreams are going to come out with flying colors so uh, let's make a difference it start from me you and everybody listening this podcast right now so thank you ma'am for joining us thank you for this fruitful conversation i wish you all thank the you best thank you so much austin it was a thank pleasure you. being here thank you so much okay so uh, let's wind up this uh, with a simple quote so educate a man you educate a person educate a woman you educate a family so let let equality prevail so there's much more to come till then stay tuned this is austin babu signing off